Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today, Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you this morning. Happy Thursday, Dr. Paul. Very nice to be here. The weather's warming up. Yeah. I might even get outdoors a little bit. Yeah. But they said it's going to rain. <laughs> but in the meantime, we're going to talk about important things. And that is what's happening in the world. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about our government spying on us. No. And, but, you know, you keep thinking there can't be another new one. They do everything they want anyway, and they don't have to tell anybody what they're doing, and nobody really investigates it. What, what if you suspect the FBI is spying on us? <laughs> Who do you call? <laughs> yeah, Who do you call now? <laughs> that, that's so sad. <laughs> And we shouldn't even make jokes of it, but I guess that's the easiest way to try to live with it. But uh, Jim Jordan was on TV yesterday and had, there's an article today, several articles. He's been interviewed a lot. And Jim Jordan uh, is not bashful. No. And he says he demands answers after the Biden administration, I can't believe that, caught flagging MAGA and Trump to track political opponents' financial transactions. That should be against the law. Yeah. Put back, well, whom, whom are we going to call, you know? Because the government's involved, and they're the ones that are doing this. And uh, I was just mentioning, you know, that uh, they, they, the government started doing this. When I first went to Congress, it wasn't me that started it, though. <laughs> I was shocked. And that was the uh, Financial Secrecy Act, it was, or something. It was it to provide privacy, the Privacy Act, and they were going to, the government protect us. But almost always, you know, whether, no matter what the name is on bills, remember how I would talk, it's going to be the opposite. Yeah. And that's what that was. It was just sort of opening the door. And now, you know, just, you know, a few years ago, they brought up with the Medical Privacy Act. And, and there's more controls of the doctors reporting every single thing instantaneously uh, to the government. But don't worry, the, there's a lot of material there, but they have this... Uh, uh, you, you know, artificial intelligence, and they'll know what to do with it, you know. And somehow or another, it's always added up. I've often wondered whether, in the old days when they didn't have so much technology on their side, is just let them fill out the forms. And, and that was true on the financial forms in the 70s. There were a lot of forms filled out, and it was too manual, so they it never had the effect. But now they're more dangerous than they've yeah. been. It does. It's it's it seems like protecting ourselves against illegal searches and seizures uh, doesn't uh, match up with what the government uh, is able to do. Of course, they have the authority and the power of uh, of the uh, of the of the federal government. And that's sort of the way we work on international finances, everything else. We have, we have uh, authority with our weaponry. We can threaten people, and also, uh, you, you know, they, uh, we, we have the have the, um, the guns and and the technology and the ability with our uh, reserve currency. But this is this is another one, and uh, the, the the interviews I saw yesterday were very powerful, and. Uh, I'm glad it's out there, but uh, tell me something, Daniel, to say, rest it, Ron, you know, you're worrying too much. They're, they're not going to do any more than they did before. Oh, well, that doesn't mean much. Yeah. What we want to do is reverse some of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're not naive. You know, there's a lot of dirty tricks. There's always been dirty tricks. That's part of the game. But this seems particularly insidious because 
Uh, as I understand, and we can put up that first clip because it's the article we're talking about. We saw it originally in Zero Hedge. You saw Jordan on TV and you said he made a very powerful presentation on this. But here it is, Jim Jordan demands answers, as you say, Dr. Paul, after the Biden administration was flagging MAGA and Trump to track political opponents' financial transactions. Um, so he has obtained documents revealing that these agencies have done this. Now, as I understand, I'm not an expert, but just imagine if you're involved in a transaction, maybe you're getting a car loan or something, you know, and you keep getting flagged and flagged, trying to get a house loan to have you. And here you have these, these problems. And I'll go to the next one. Here's a letter he sent to the individual that was in charge of the insti government institution where he's asking, it's not only MAGA and Trump, it's also if you bought a religious text like a Bible <laughs> or if you shopped at Bass Pro Shop uh, and, and a, a couple of those other places where you buy the big boats, I guess. That's their stereotype of a Trump supporter is you got, I don't know, dressed in camo and going fishing or something. You know, what they haven't figured out yet is the more they go after Trump, because they put him at the top of the list, and then they attack some principles that, you know, a lot of Americans still believe. You, you know, most Americans haven't burnt their Bibles, you know, and even the ones who don't read it, they, they, they're not into that kind of business. So I think uh, they underestimate how this backfires on them. And, uh, and you know, w when they make charges and they accuse them and indict people, uh, everybody's recognizing now the more they do it, the, the more popular uh, Trump becomes. Now, this is just a suggestion that this is what uh, they're just going to spy on him more. Uh, and and that that's just going to be people will brush this off and say there they go again and uh, you know there was something Trump said that was sort of funny the judge he one of the judges were arguing with Trump and and uh, they, they were going to put put him uh, force him out of the room or something like that he says he just sort of like, go ahead go ahead <laughs> because that would be worth about a couple million more yeah. more supporters yeah. because yeah. it's it's so ridiculous but but that is pretty astounding uh, how dumb they can be because they have so much power it used maybe that's a really bad sign because they think they think that they are so powerful, they're in charge, that lying is part of the system. It used to be that if they were cheating and doing things, they at least pretended they weren't doing it and they were sneaky about it. But now they're bold, and the more bold they are, the, the less effective it is. So that's okay. That to me means that our side wins by, by, by being able to sort some of this stuff out. Yeah, but overall, it's very unhealthy, you know, and a lot of this started with the January 6th thing where the whole thing was completely overblown as Ramos Mommy would say it's a, it was a setup. Um, but what it does is it pushes us more toward a civil war, which I don't think anyone would should welcome anyone with a brain on their head because you feel like not only do, does this administration not like me, okay, we get that, but you're here now, you're labeling me extremist. Uh, and we saw this before with the FBI. Remember, they, they labeled libertarians extremists. How dare they? Um, and they, they were monitoring uh, certain types of religious organizations as extremists. So it really pits Americans against Americans. As you say, it probably doesn't work. It doesn't dissuade them. But it just, I think it will strike most Americans as just profoundly un-American un to do that. You know, one of the people that were told to watch out and see if there's any mention of uh, MAGA and any Trump supporters buying stuff, and one was Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> you know what? I thought, I figured that one out. That wasn't too complex. 
the people who go to the sporting goods, they might own a gun. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh -oh. that could be it. So it's just another list. We'll cross match them. And, and uh, if they get it, oh, in the day after that, they got a ticket yeah. for speeding. Yeah. So we better, we better follow him very closely. He sounds like a very dangerous person. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a bloody path to go down, and I hope, I hope it doesn't continue. But... Um, I don't know if you have some more to say on this, or should we move no, on? No, I'm ready to go on to... A, it's a mixed one, because it's good news and bad news. Yeah. Okay, let's be honest. Put this next. Now, this is from the Ipoch Times, and we got it through Zero Hedge. Um, young audiences question climate alarmism, prompting calls to censor the content. And if you go to the next one, what this was is the, uh, this group, the Center for Countering Digital Hate. It sounds scary. <laughs> It's a left-wing British group. Um, they did a study because they wanted to figure out what's going on on social media with climate change, global warming, what have you. What they found out was a, it revealed a significant skepticism, this study they did on young people regarding climate alarmism. It's a development that poses a challenge to advocates of urgent climate action but it's likely to be welcomed by those who see stoking fear about the supposed ills of global warming as exaggerated. This is the explanation in Epic Times. Now this group, the Center for Countering Digital Hate. Now you'd think they'd be out there, I don't know, looking for Nazis or something, no. Um, but it's a left-leaning group that was sued by Elon Musk for allegedly engaging in a scare campaign to drive away uh, advertisers. So what they found, if you go to the next one before I turn it back, now they went, and they looked and they found something very alarming, Dr. Paul. Researchers found that roughly one-third of teenagers, the predominant YouTube audience, hold views such as, quote, climate policies cause more harm than good, <laughs> or consider, quote, climate change a hoax to control and depress people. That's got to warm the cockles of your heart. That, that, is, that is disaster for the enemy, yeah, you know, yeah. because ideas have, uh, have consequences. And uh, what I sort of get a personal enjoyment out of this is this is young people waking up because I've always argued the case. Not that, but I've, if, if I'm in an audience and I'm talking about young people being responsive, I talk, but I talk about young people, you know, at heart, you know, and if, if they're young at heart and, and open to ideas, you're, you're young and in the understanding of liberty. But uh, to me, this is great news. This is realism coming through. It's with the young people. I believe they're more open-minded and uh, I usually categorize uh, the group that, uh, uh, is the least likely to come this way, but uh, it, I, you have to be careful because not everyone in this, and that's just the Chamber of Commerce, because they're so blends, blended in, you know, to slob in, and depending on the government and, and, and all the uh, uh, bonuses that they get. And uh, I, I think that uh, the um, amazing thing about all this is when, when they do all these airs and they don't work and young people start to wake up, uh, you know, the people that have, have gotten themselves into, the, into a hole here, they never, they never are sorry. They, 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 they're incapable of showing shame sure. and say, you know, you know uh, the, 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 the embarrassment is, oh, we would never be embarrassed because we're on the side of righteousness. And, uh, and, and they see it. And unfortunately, many of them, they might want to get rid of the Bibles, but they just adapt to another religion, you know, that, that uh, they think they can get away with and do what they want. And of course, that to me is the, is the eternal 
internal contest between uh, telling the truth and the nihilism where people think, don't waste your time on this. Yeah. And uh, I think that conflict is growing and growing, but I think the identification of it is very worthwhile. And uh, people, so, people have sorted it out, not because I suggested it, but people have sorted it out because how, what percentage of the people don't believe the government now? Yeah. <laughs> and the young people are looking at this and they've been, and you know, they've been indoctrinated for a long time. I was shocked when 15 or 20 years ago, uh, came across what some of the kids in kindergarten were. They, they oh, were yeah. they were indoctrinated with some of this stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I I think this is I I consider it mostly good news. Uh, and then uh, us, those of us who believe in different ways, to try to put it in a in a form where they understand why politics are important, ideas are important, and congratulate these young people to saying, guess what? These young people might have more common sense yeah. than these people who have, have gone through 15, 20 years of government education. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. So the conclusion is very good. Very happy that kids are more skeptical about this stuff they're being fed. Uh, and we've talked about several polls recently where younger people seem to have a little bit better head on their shoulders which is good. Now here's the bad part, I have to say, because this is a little bit more about this group. Now this is the study they put out. This is the organization. Look how, look how creepy and menacing the cover of their study is. If you can put that next clip up. The new climate denial. How social media platforms and content producers profit by spreading new forms of climate denial. And you know, the, you can see a lot of things here now. It's the Center for Countering Digital Hate. There's nothing hateful about being skeptical about the climate change, right? But they make it look like it. And they use this word denial, and it's not an accident because it sounds like Holocaust denial. And it puts you in that same category as some kind of very bad person who would say that never happened. And it's by design. Now, here's what they did. Here's what the study was about. Let's, this is from the executive summary of this report. So they used an AI model to measure changes in climate denial on YouTube. Um, so they gathered transcripts. I mean, can you believe that they actually wasted money on this? <laughs> they gathered transcripts for 12,058 videos from climate denial on YouTube channels. Uh, the data was drawn uh, from 96 YouTube channels that have promoted denial. Videos under analysis are climate related and from the last six years. Videos in our data set containing denial claims were viewed 325 million times. The transcripts were categorized by an existing AI model, etc., etc. The testing indicates the model is 78% accurate in categorizing claims. So that's, their, that's what they did, okay? And now here's what they found out. It is, uh, go to that next one if you can. Climate deniers <laughs> have shifted to a new denial of climate impact. So they used to be doing old denial, which is, uh, leave that up there if you can, please. They used to be doing old denial, which is really bad, but new denial is even worse <laughs> because the old deniers were simple. Global warming is not happening. Well, of course, that's pretty much been proven. Um, human generated greenhouse gases are not causing global warming. That's old denial. Well, new denial with the young people, the impacts of global warming are beneficial or harmless. Climate solutions won't work climate science and the climate movement are unreliable. This is the horrible things that the new denial is happening. So 70% of the denialists are 
new deniers of it. But you know, this fits into the same type of denial in, in science in general and medicine. How, how about the uh, immunization? Yeah. You know, and, and that, I kept thinking, well, it's over. They had such a failure. They're, yeah. they're proven liars. Even Fauci is on the ropes, yep. you know? <laughs> yep. You know, people are realizing that they've been lied to. So these the young people, the young at heart or the young people who have come to this conclusion ought to say, well, maybe medicine is distorted too. You you know, not only the information on the climate, you know, I would think scientifically the climate might be a little uh, equally as hard to figure out uh, as it would be in medicine. Yeah. But now a lot of people have figured out because the t statistics are so bad. It's so what do they do? Well, uh, if you're 21, you can take it. Or if you uh, are you fearful of losing your job because you won't get it? Okay, I guess I better take it. And what do they do? They move it down to the kids, the yeah. little kids, and uh, you know, that, that to me is, is it, it is it is criminal. So, but I, there's a lot more resistance now than there was a month or a year before COVID came out. Because right now there will be another COVID episode of some sorts, and uh, and, and people uh, pe the, the the enemy's preparing for this. But they're going to have their lies lined up, threats. They'll use threats and punishment, and uh, they won't use common sense and they won't use science. You know, it just think how many good scientists resisted the yeah. immunizations but they were ridiculed and many were fired and and I imagine I mean I think it's a lot better off now than we have to but I don't think for a minute the enemy has given up on in on the indoctrination and the evil that they portray through the medical system especially because they want everybody getting every drop of medical care from the government and they'll say that's it you know just as in the soviet system if you didn't obey you you didn't you didn't get put to jail you you lost your job and you lost a place to live and uh and and there there will be ways to uh use it and then they'll use the argument oh well only 10 percent of the people died last year when we gave shots so you have a pretty good chance you can make it yeah. but you know in medicine 10 percent is unbelievable failure you yeah. know well it, you're right i mean in bringing this up because it's exactly what we heard this is the same garbage we heard uh over covid the science is settled you know yeah. and fauci i am the science well all that was proven a pack of lies and the same people pushing this garbage are the same people that were pushing the covid garbage so no wonder their reputations are being hurt no wonder people don't believe a, th a single thing they say because they lied the vax is 100 percent effective do not question it or you are a denier. Uh, all that was a lie. And so this is what they're facing now. Their lies have caught up with them on this. Hey, you know, one individual has been associated with this uh, monstrous policy. Uh, he's a famous and rich person. He got to be a senator and he got to be in the Biden administration. And that's a John Kerry. Yeah. But he's he's looking badly lately. Yeah. He, he, lo he looks like he has a sour face yeah. and, he, and he should. But but I think we can learn from him on how he has reacted because, uh, you know, uh, the, the things that the, our viewers and others would r respond to were the hypocrites. Yeah. You know, if they were if they were saying one thing and, and not following it, well, why, why is Nancy Pelosi forcing all this on us? Does it look like she's really worried? Yeah. You know, this sort of thing. And so that that that's an eye opener. But also uh, just the same that just the purpose of uh, being wrong. The evidence is showing that the. Uh, 
and, and the process is what's wrong. It's who decides what science is. It used to be the scientists. Yeah. You know, all my life, I'd, I don't think, I. well, there was a little bit of hint of what was coming when I was in medical school, but it wasn't anything like right now because now they, they screen you and you have to be very careful. You know, if you happen to be uh, right to life, uh, you might lose some opportunities uh, in, in, in medicine. Yeah. Well, here's the chilling part of their study. And if you can put this last one on, because we'll save the worst for, for last on this one, I have to say. Um, now, this is their recommendation because people are not buying their line that the science is settled and they're getting mad. So they say that platforms must update their policies to keep up with the new denial narratives. Google must update its policy on climate content to reflect new denial. Digital platforms must demonetize and de-amplify climate denial content. Climate advocates should use this report as a call to action to address new denial. So they're not seeking to persuade us. They're not seeking to debate us on this issue. They are seeking to use violence and force to shut us up. And that's the argument of someone who doesn't have an argument. Yeah, and and they, they have a position because they're in charge of all the educational system, whether it's what you learn in college, medical school, and your residency, and the jobs you get. There's always going to be a pressure. And uh, then the people are really, I, I can understand how torn they are because quite frankly, there are times when, uh, you know, I think very legitimate, we need the doctors and we need some help. And I thought it's getting harder and harder for me to pick, at, pick the, uh, the good guys. Now it turned out that it was ironed out by the help of many, many people about the, about the COVID, yeah. you know, where the good guys were and the bad guys were. But uh, when, when you think about all the things in medicine, I think one thing other that I thought came out of the COVID thing is, uh, you, you know, uh, have, having immunity, building immunity yeah. and a diet and, and different things like that has been beneficial and more emphasis in, in the past. So it's sort of counteracted. Well, if you're going to get you don't your science is fake what what else are they talking about and they are talking about alternative medicine but uh the government doesn't uh, endorse alternative medicine they they'll probably just say no no fees you can't it'll be everybody will have to get medical care from the government yeah. and then they'll dictate what the doctor yeah. does yeah you'll get yeah <laughs> <laughs> well the last one is kind of a little update here because we talked about it earlier <laughs> i know dr paul it's going to shock everyone but we were proven right and you put this next clip up the u.s launches a fourth round of strikes against the houthis in yemen we predicted earlier this week that this is not going to work guys you're doing exactly what the houthis want they want the big they view as the big satan but certainly the big superpower they want the big superpower to attack them because it makes them players in this. And as a backup, what they've done is they've essentially shut down the Red Sea. And now the mainstream media would like you to believe that they've shut it down to all shipping. They haven't. They've shut it down to ships entering or leaving Israeli ports because they uh, have professed solidarity with the citizens of Gaza who are being slaughtered right now. And so they won't let the ships go. So Biden administration, in its infinite wisdom, decided that a couple of bombs is going to dissuade them, even though the Saudis had bombed them for 10 years and, they, and, and the Houthis won. Forget that. A couple of American bombs and they'll be cowering in their bunkers. It didn't work. They keep attacking ships that are violating 
uh, a, uh, a, 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 a what they what they impose, which is that no ships can enter or leave Israeli ports. You know, though our anticipations and our warnings have come to fruition, uh, we shouldn't rest <laughs> because uh, it's not going to stop. The bombs are going to continue. Look at look at the bombs that dropped. Oh, how could America ever lose its first war against uh, the people of Vietnam? Yeah, you know, yeah. yet they did. And more, dropped more bombs than they did in the Second World War. But uh, we're in a war, and uh, what's the best thing to get out? Well, the best thing to get out is don't get in. Yeah. And that's where the tragedy is, because people has a, have accepted, they, expect, uh, they accept the scare tactics of, they're on our doorsteps, they're invading, they're going to drop bombs on us, and, and they're responsible for COVID, and on and on. So we have to de destroy them. Look at, look at how much... Uh, anti-China stuff goes on. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not exactly uh, capitalists and uh, free market people, but to tell you what, uh, they, uh, they, 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 they are not quite as bad as we paint them to be, that we have to decide we're going to war with them. And that, that is what's going on. But we're at war right now, and uh, it's illegal. It uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't declared. It doesn't make any sense. It's an immoral war. We don't have the money to pay for it. But the war, the way if I wanted to narrow down the war, I would say the war is con is continuing from bad policy all the way back to 1953. We're at constant war and it's accelerating. Yeah. And that is uh, U.S. against uh, Iran. Yes, yeah. And uh, and there's a lot of uh, people and a lot of a lot of different. Uh, people that associate with one side or the other, but whether it's Syria, whether it's Iraq, it's, it's always, you know, there's, there's the, 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 the Iranians are there, the United States, is, you can expect that they're there because they're, they're, they get there first yeah. and, and stir things up. Did you know that the United States is committing coups and undermining governments and and, and, pe and the ones whose governments were taken over, they, they don't like it. And uh, But uh, that's why we they have to shoot our planes down because they don't like Americans aggressing against them. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's a couple things about it. Now, the first one is, uh, this is a little clip from Bloomberg, if we put that next one on. Airstrikes on Yemen bring new level of chaos to shipping in the Southern Red Sea. Now that's exactly what the Houthis want. They want to impose costs on the U.S.'s uh, continuing to back Israel in this conflict. And I read somewhere else, I don't have it in front of me, but the shipping costs have quadrupled since the Red Sea is out of commission. So that means a huge cost imposed upon the world by this little embargo, uh, the de facto embargo that the Houthis have implemented. So, regardless of how you feel about what they're doing, they've been enormously successful. And there's no question about it. Uh, look at this next one. Now here's um, Megatron, I think the name of, the, of this Twitter X account is, and I follow them. I think they're, they're often very interesting. They have a good analysis, I think. U.S. officials say that strikes were conducted tonight against several Houthi ballistic and cruise missile sites in Yemen that were preparing attacks on ships in the Red Sea. And then he goes on to say, don't believe this nonsense. The Houthis have long since hidden all ballistic missiles and all weapons in bunkers similar to those in Iran. And there's a photo on the left. U.S. and U.K. shots are on empty targets. The Biden administration wants to show muscle since today the U.S. lost another commercial ship. These are totally useless shots. 
Uh, and I think that's a pretty accurate announcement. Don't worry, Dr. Paul. Tony Blinken has got a plan. Put the next one up. <laughs> He's got a plan to deal with it. U.S. Secretary of State. The Houthis will not be able to get visas to enter America. So, <laughs> so that'll show them. There are no Disneyland for the Houthis. You know, one thing that has occurred economically during this series of conflict with bombing and closing down the Red Sea on, on shipping and in the inflation, which pushes prices up, the price of oil has not responded that way. You know, we've had some very bad weather here and heating oil didn't really uh, go up. So you might say, well, I, I think economically it's not, uh, it, it's, it's, it's explainable and it can be understood, but it still is amazing. But the only thing I would say is that the war will continue, probably get worse. The interruption in trade is going to get worse. The inflation is not, uh, inflation doesn't come like one big clump and then it's down and over with. It's up and down and it steadily goes in one direction. And that direction is the prices are going to go up. The printing of money is going up and the $34 trillion, it has to be monetized. So that, uh, that to me would say that, uh, you know, there will be at least a government uh, created shortage of oil. Oil prices will go up because I just can't see how that'll happen. I'm rather surprised and a lot of people should be pleased that they that they've been able to get some gasoline again yeah. but uh, that is understandable the way the market works even when it's in an inflated market but that doesn't mean you should say oh they've had the answer this time it's different we can control the prices but when you watch the television and watch the interviews the people don't think the prices are being controlled they're terrified about going to the store yeah i am too i'm going to go after the show i don't want to go i'm afraid well, I'm going to close out, Dr. Paul, if you think we're ready. And I'm just, I'm looking at our monitor and I'm looking at everyone chatting here and I'm noticing that we've got about 918 live viewers right now. And that's great. I'm happy to see that. But I'm going to ask each one of you a favor because when I look at likes, I only see 70 likes. So what you can do to help us out that won't cost you a penny is right now while you're sitting there, reach over and click on the like so that we have 918 likes for the show. That will boost us up and help us. And if you're not subscribed, we're almost at 350,000 subscribers. Please subscribe to our channel. That helps us get boosted up. It helps tell Rumble that people want to watch the show, so they offer it uh, more up front. And that's true with YouTube and the other platforms as well. We're live on Rumble as of, as of now. So doesn't cost a penny, helps us boost the show. It's a win-win, so thank you for that. Very good. You know, numbers are very important because when you have a huge number of people and they're having their input about the prevailing attitude about what, what should be done, that we should get out of this war, or we should do this, or we should slow up on spending, we should quit the nonsense with COVID. But uh, the numbers are very beneficial and can be, and I, I talk about that as being a prevailing attitude. But it's secondary to the attitudes that are created by the uh, people, both good and bad, uh, that talk about theory. And of course, uh, our university system, our government educational system for the last 110 years has been negative for the cause of liberty. Uh, but, but the numbers where we are seeing some benefits and people moving in the direction, nobody knew what the statistics were and we didn't have to have all those young people come to Washington you know the other day to, to say that we're sick and tired of the nonsense about climate so it's it's important for a message 
And that what I'm saying is, I don't lie awake at night, at night and saying, we need more. Daniel makes the point, we do need more and we want more because it is symbolic of something because it, it has to do, it deals with, uh, you know, an attitude. And that's why we're also in the education business. That's our main goal is to get people to understand why liberty property rights and sound money will bring us more peace and prosperity than all the bombs in the world and one of these days we'll wake up and we could if we so desire live in a much more peaceful and prosperous world thank you for tuning in to the liberty report please come back soon